Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Don't forget that you can help inspire others by sharing your favorite episodes on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Young People's Problems by J.R. Miller, published in 1898. This world is not a place merely to live in, nor a place only to do certain kinds of business. It is a great workshop in which to make women and men of character. It is not easy for us to grow into a beautiful life of noble character. Sure, it's not hard to take a lump of clay and shape it into any form we desire, It's fairly easy to take a piece of soft wood and carve it into a figure of beauty, but it is harder to cut a block of marble into a form of loveliness, for the stone is hard, and it is harder still to take a block of flawed humanity and make it into a great and noble being. Yet that is what life calls on us to do. A baby is not an adult. It may be very beautiful and sweet, and may have folded up in its life many fine possibilities, but it is only a baby. All its lessons have yet to be learned, its powers have yet to be developed. The capacities that lie folded up in its hand, brain, and heart have yet to be brought out and trained. Its character has yet to be fashioned into loveliness and strength. A child's education begins at once, with the parent for a teacher and the home for a schoolroom. But the process must be slow, and it will require a long time. As the child gets older, other teachers come in and do their work, and the sphere of the education widens. The boy or girl goes to school, perhaps by and by to college. At last they graduate, or finish their apprenticeship or training, 
and take hold of life's duties for themselves. But the complete woman or man is not yet made. They have only reached an important stage of life, where they take their place among the adult world. Burdens and responsibilities are now put upon them. They begin to learn the deeper lessons of life, begin to learn how to live. The principles they have adopted for themselves are now tested in practice. Their theories of life are worked out in everyday experience. Their character is to be tried, and by the strain placed upon it, fashioned and wrought into fixedness and permanency. Life itself is now the school, and the conditions and experiences of life are the teachers. Now it is seen how the training the young person received in the schools of their youth has fitted them for real life. Perhaps they have wasted their time and missed their lessons. If so, they will find themselves unequal to the duties which come into their hands. Perhaps they have failed in acquiring self-discipline, or have not gathered into their life the strength of moral principles. If so, they will fail in the stress of temptation, and will not stand the testing of character which every young person must meet when they enter the world's battles. Now the time is the real making of the woman and man. All that has gone before has been preliminary and preparatory. It is in duty, in burden-bearing, in struggle, in temptation, in joy and sorrow, in prosperity and adversity, in ease and hardship in pleasure and pain, in health and sickness, in life's experiences of all kinds, that the work goes on. Everywhere lessons are set which must be learned if the resulting character building is to be achieved. Take patience, for example. The etymology of the word shows that it is not an easy lesson to learn. It implies suffering and endurance. It is in the bearing of pain, trial, wrong, or hardship that patience is developed. One definition calls it the character or habit of mind that enables us to suffer afflictions, calamities, provocations, or other evils with a calm, unruffled temper. It is endurance without murmuring or fretfulness, calmness, composure. A young person may have had very little opportunity to learn patience. They may have had only ease in their own way, without disappointment or pain, with almost no wish ungranted, no desire ungratified, no craving unmet. Therefore, how will they behave in sickness, sorrow, or affliction? How will they endure injury, injustice, and wrong? How will they stand the test of disappointment, defeat, or failure? What will be the effect of unpleasant contacts with other people? Will they prove patient in such antagonisms? Will they always be kind? Patience is only one of the lessons. There are many more which go into the making of a woman or man of character. 
Courage is one. In every description of noble character, courage is set down as a fundamental quality. All the world scorns cowardice. The highest courage is not merely physical, but moral. There are people whose face grows pale in the presence of danger, but who nevertheless stand firm in their place, or move on in the path of duty without faltering. True moral courage shows itself in devotion to principle, in faithful adherence to the right, in the consecration of life to common duties, and in the resisting of temptation. But courage, too, is a lesson set down for us, and one which must be learned. We are not all born brave, at least morally brave. This lesson should thus be taught in the home and in life's first schools. Young people themselves, as soon as they become conscious of the nobleness of courage and the unworthiness of cowardice, should take up the lesson and master it. The way to do this is to hold oneself resolutely and unflinchingly to all heroic and noble conduct in every experience, keeping in mind that bravery is not bluster, and that quietness is often a better test of heroism than noise. It is in strong self-discipline that this great quality is gained and wrought into the character. Another element of true character is gentleness. A man must be a gentleman, just as a woman must nurture her gentle aspects. This includes all the fine feelings wrought into life. Heartlessness always signifies a lack of character, amid whatever other great qualities it may be found. This lesson, too, must be learned. The gentle touch must be gotten by training. The secret is in the refinement of feeling. Everyone who would make a true woman or man of themselves must cultivate gentleness, both in their heart and as a trait in their disposition, their words, their conduct, their acts. These are but a few of the qualities which must always go into the making of a great character. You mustn't think that you will naturally grow into a fine character without any effort on your part. The natural drift of life is the other way, away from character and conviction. Only training and self-discipline will yield the noble product. Through all the years, your education must go on. Every day brings a new lesson. Every experience has its mission in the building and adorning of your character. The lesson in all this is that experience alone will not make a worthy and noble person out of anyone. Several things are essential in order that beauty may be achieved in the school of life. The preparation must be right. A misspent youth with squandered privileges often ensures failure, and yet it is never too late to begin the building process. Just remember that every day and hour must be well spent if one is to be ready for a life of character.
The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get your own private feed to our podcast with full transcripts delivered right to your smartphone by becoming our patron today. It costs less than a cup of coffee a month and will ensure the production of our podcast for years to come. Visit livinghour.org slash patron. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.